Greetings, glorious humans, gentle ladies, lab men, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Devolver Digital Forecast here at forecast.devolverdigital.com. Hi, I'm your co-host, JM, and this is your co-host... Robbie, I drank my tea at the wrong moment. (laughs) But it's okay, I'm here, I'm on time, I'm not on holiday anymore. So how was your holiday, Robbie? Ticking along. Holiday was good. I mean, I sort of talked about it last week, but uh, yeah, it was lovely. Um, For the last few days, I mostly just stayed at home. You know, watched watched uh, Watchmen, uh, the the HBO series. Yeah, um, which I I watched when it was originally on, but then um, my girlfriend hadn't seen it. Uh, and she she was interested in it, so mm. we watched it together, uh, and it was good. She really enjoyed it. Nice. Um, so now I'm, you know, doing that classic thing of making her read the graphic novel and become a <laughs> big nerdy super fan like me. Um, do you prefer <laughs> the graphic novel over the other film, or do you prefer? So yeah, so the graphic novel to me is like, I mean, it's it's probably my favorite comic book graphic Mm. novel whatever you know it's probably my overall it's probably my favorite one that i've read Mm. um i love it a lot i am a watchman movie apologist (laughs) because i'm also something of a Zack snyder apologist um but uh i actually don't hate the movie Um, i like the movie a lot i completely understand why some people are like don't like it uh, you know because it's uh it is very it is very style over substance it doesn't adapt doesn't really adapt the graphic novel in any meaningful way it literally just kind of takes the panels off the page and puts them on the screen but that's kind of exactly why i like it <laughs> so, that's what i like about comic book movies you've got a you have a what do they, what do they call it the the where where they draw the panels like the panel hmm. the, what is that called um, uh panel i don't know yeah, but I mean that's what they do for movies. Like they, they you know, oh, they story establish boards. storyboarding. Yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. storyboarded for you. Yeah, exactly. And they change the ending and stuff, which is like uh, I like fine. the ending a lot better. Yeah, it works. <laughs> you know, comic I don't mind book it. one is and, and the ultimate edition. The ultimate edition of Watchmen is actually really cool. Like the way they cut in like the Hollis Mason stuff and yeah, um, and all of that. Anyway, that's uh, yeah. Watchmen and the new series is great. I really enjoyed the new series as well. Nice, yeah. I I liked the beginning of it a lot. Uh, the first yeah. half, it was really really cool. A lot of good stuff in there. What have you been doing? Uh, just setting up for the next Extreme Fall Guys tournament. Ooh, and uh, plug. When is yeah. that? That's uh, going to be on Tuesday, the 29th at 7 p.m. Pacific. Uh, and we'll be running it on loop on Steam for a couple of days. And we're going to have special uh rewards for people who watch it little you know steam i'm not sure what we're gonna have but it's gonna be some kind of like steam avatar or something like that you can get for watching Mm, so that should be fun yeah very excited about that it should be good i will be hosting it this time alongside mary kish uh that'll be good it's uh it'll be fun to get uh to get to do the the showman thing you know haven't done that Mm. i haven't been to a show in a while obviously yeah and uh miss that Miss being able to do the the conventions and and yell at passerby and and make them perform amusing tricks for for hats. Yeah, you know who else probably misses that a lot. Who? I was hoping you could tell me. Oh, uh, Kate probably. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah probably Kate. She... Kate, do you miss doing shows? Oh, I do. I thought you guys were going to introduce me though. That was your we introduction. Just, we just had. <laughs> that was it. Well, nice to meet you. I am a Kate we told, <laughs> we told you we didn't have a plan. Oh, I don't ever assume that you do, Robbie. Uh, yeah, I'm Kate. I uh, special operations at Devolver Digital. I do did events, do events, will do events again. Uh, I also handle merch and all sorts of other fun little special operations. Mm-hmm. Well, that was our episode with Kate, everybody. So thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. It was really nice to be <laughs> yeah. here. You learned yeah. everything about Kate in the first 30 seconds. Uh, so this is, very, this is great. Boom. 
Do you prefer <laughs> special operations or spec ops? Uh, I do actually like spec ops better. Yeah? Sounds but, a little more intense. Yeah, Is but usually the first... Specs. It's because I wear specs. I am bespectacled. Yeah, I knew it. No, I usually save special operations when I first start out just because it sets the tone and then I shorten it back down to spec ops. But my email signature is spec ops. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And yes, very much miss shoes. I miss the yeah. smell even. <laughs> mm, yeah. What, which is your, what was your favorite smelling show? <laughs> uh, well, E3 for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a kind of cheating because it's outside. Yeah. And that's true. Like food tr- we had our own food truck and stuff, so yeah, it just smells like a uh, stale beer and and meat. So I like that one. <laughs> yeah. What's but, your favorite uh, show that you have to actually be inside? Um, I think it was the year that we when we were demoing the messenger and we had everything smelling like sunscreen, but oh, yeah. they were in that auxiliary <laughs> booth, so I didn't have to stand there for eight hours a day. I think I probably wouldn't have loved it as much, but like I could walk over and smell sunscreen whenever I wanted to. That was nice. That's but where think, the Messenger Picnic Panic DLC available now. <laughs> I think. <laughs> nice I think in general, though, I think uh, Pax uh, West smells the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Oh, I've yeah. only been once, but yes, yes. It's got that Seattle. <laughs> it's got that wet tree smell. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's that a great famous smell. wet tree smell. It, you, I mean, it's a great smell. <laughs> well, there's also it's more natural. Good. There's more natural light in there, so I think it just feels like a cleaner atmosphere. Pacific yeah. pine. Pacific yeah. pine. Yeah, it just feels good. smells green. Mm. Yeah. So Kate. You've been with Devolver six, seven years? Six, like uh, six, six and a half years, yeah. Six and a half years. Uh, we, I know that we met in a, in a bar in New York City, uh, an airport bar in New York City, but how did, you, how did you find your way to where you are now? Oh, we know I sat on LinkedIn all day and I submitted resume. No. Um, <laughs> like most people in the Devolver world, uh, I met Mike Wilson, uh, one of the founding partners of Devolver Digital, if you're not familiar. Uh, and we were just, you know, chatting and he needed a, someone to come on and work a few hours for the Devolver Films Division. And then one day he was like, hey, would you help us get some t-shirts printed? Hey, do you mind booking a hotel? Hey, do you mind fabricating uh, tons of booth furniture in your home and driving it all down to San Antonio and making oh, baskets yeah. for developers? And then suddenly, I was at PAX. Yeah, classic Mike. It was a very classic Mike Wilson. That's how he gets you. That's how he gets you every time. And I left. <laughs> I left that show, and I said, "Well, that was fun. Hope I get to do that again one day." Uh, <laughs> And then, was your first PAX PAX South? Yeah. Um, For some reason, I thought it was East. No. No, it was PAX South. And then oh. that's actually, it was the first PAX that we did with the, the Gungeon guys. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of started at the same time. That was the first year we did the giant pizza. That was the first year we did the giant pizza. What's the giant pizza? It is a, the, a giant pizza. It's a 37-inch pizza from Big Lou's in San Antonio, Texas. That's uh, Big Lou's in San Antonio, Texas. Big Lou's in San Antonio, Texas. They actually have a 42-inch one, but they can't get it out the Ooh. door. So Fucking you can't hell. take it away. You'd have to eat it in the restaurant. Oh, so man. the hotel we stay at has this long conference table that we can all gather at. And my favorite thing in the world is to, like, usually there's some European developers and, uh, you know, people from all over with us. And you just walk in with this massive box. It's like you could roll up two babies inside of it and bundle them and <laughs> swaddle them in pizza. We've actually done that before. That's why I don't have babies anymore. Um, but yeah, so we, we roll and we just throw the pizza down and it's just it's just a magic moment. Oh, man. What toppings? Uh, I usually just get a cheese and a pepperoni. Yeah. Gotta keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the slice of pizza is also baby length. I don't know why I'm like, so obsessed with eating baby pizza, but, you know, yeah. we're rolling with it. Uh, but, yeah, it's just this massive one. So I figured let's not get too crazy with the toppings. Each slice of pizza is, like, the, the square, the, like, the, the area of a small pizza. Mm-hmm. That's true. 
man. Or a flattened baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's no, ca- it's cra- kind of I don't f- know if I'm craving pizza or, or babies. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the fun of San Antonio, though, because... Uh, the food is always so ridiculous. You know, you like you get That's to so take good. Europeans for like a huge barbecue buffet or tableside guacamole or something like that. Is it one of those? Is it one of those cities that like intentionally like does just does really fucked up things with food just because it's no. like? I mean, that's kind of just Texas, though. <laughs> no, I mean most of the Texas. Yeah, most of the places aren't aren't that over the top or crazy. I mean, you can find that, but those are we tend not to do the the big touristy restaurants. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with a nice tableside guacamole presentation. <laughs> there's no, nothing wrong with that at all. I'd be Kate, craving that right now. Sorry. You, oh, I was just going to ask if Kate has taken anyone in San Antonio to get any special drinks or anything like that. Like, has, you know, had any devs out for special drinks in San Antonio ever? Special drinks. Yeah, was it? Man, I'm try, I'm sorry. I was trying to I was trying to do a lead for the the blue. Oh no, the blue the index. Yeah, uh, <laughs> was that that was what? San Antonio, right? Yeah. So it was. Uh, it was. I, I so I hadn't been officially hired yet, and I didn't have a company credit card. <laughs> so so I had to take these guys out, and my bank account was not as healthy as it was at the beginning of the show, and I, you know I was just too embarrassed to say anything. It wasn't Devolver's fault at all. Uh, but yeah, we, we went out to a, we had to talk our way into the, to the Twitch party. And that was when all of our PlayStation, uh, discs got stolen from the big pile. Do you remember that? No. Yeah. We had like our swag bags kind of set, like set away and someone went through and stole all of the, I can't remember even what the game was, but yeah, we didn't, we didn't leave with it. Um, so after that, they wanted to Saints go. Saints Row? I think it was Saints Row. Cause we'd gone to the Saints Row party. Yeah, that Sorry, sounds right. Go on. Yeah, no. So after that, uh, there was a few guys that wanted to go for another another beer. So I was like, okay, what do I do? I just found <laughs> the junkiest looking bar in downtown San Antonio. And if you've been to downtown San Antonio, that's saying a lot because there's a lot of junky dive bars down there. Uh, it had like office furniture instead of real furniture, but like <laughs> it was like 1970s, just metal office chairs everywhere. The bathroom had a literal hole in the wall that you could, like, see through to the bar. Um, I, walked, wow. I walked up to the bartender, and I kind of explained my predicament. And he's like, I got you. And he hands me a tray, probably 11 shooters, and it just was blue. We, we just called it Blue Windex. It was so gross looking. And he hands me back something like $92 because I gave him a $100 bill. It's like, I don't know how I just got 11 shots for $8. And then I tipped him. I was like, do it again. Do it again. And then he hands me like $87 back. And I tip him really well again. And I was like, give me those big, tall Lone Stars. And then he hands me back like $78. It's like the magic bar. And we're <laughs> we're in this just gross looking place. And we all start listening to the music finally. And they had this just the best music. It was just this really good like hip hop R&B kind of playlist. Boom, they were projecting the music videos all over the wall. And we realized it's, it's what's called a video bar. And then the, the, the Dillo Video Lounge is what I was called. Ooh. Oh, this place was just rank. So like every, short for Armadillo? Yeah. Okay. So every year, uh, you know, we go back and we, we have at least one there. And it has gotten a little better. Like, honestly, like it's gotten better. Like they got furniture and stuff? Yeah, they got some new furniture. They fixed the hole in the wall. They got just <laughs> still really good DJs. Still cheap, though. Like, I still couldn't spend $100 in that bar if I tried. Wow. That's impressive. It's, it's a magic bar. They are magic. I wonder yeah. how they're doing these days. Yeah, I should probably... I have the one of the bouncer's phone numbers. I should probably text him. <laughs> Just be like, hey, buddy. Do it now. Do it now. Call him now. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> that brings up another wonderful facet of you at Devolver, Kate. You connect with people. You know everybody. Everybody knows Kate. You meet, you meet all these wonderful people everywhere, and you kind of maintain uh, contact with them. Uh, how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> Well, you know, it's easy because everybody that we meet, you know, we always call Devolver like its own little universe. And and that's Mm. not just employees, that's our developers that we work with. 
the vendors that we work with, event staff that we work with, and then their friends, and then you know, extrapolated out. It's it's just such an amazing crew of people, and you know, the shows don't feel like work because you wake up in the morning, you walk downstairs to the hotel lobby. There's someone amazing and fun that you can just have your coffee with, and then you walk over to the show with a different little set of people, and then you get on the show floor and people from other companies and you're loaning tools out and going back and forth. It's just so many fun people. So it's, it's easy for me. It's just people that I want to keep talking to. I'm going to get you a shirt for the next show that has your picture on it and says the shows don't feel like work. <laughs> yeah. We'll wait till it's a uh, day. How you feel about it then? <laughs> yeah. Wait till it's the, the, the night before we open up and I'll, I'll probably have a different opinion on that. Burn that shirt for warmth. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's just, uh, like I said, it's people from all over the world, from all different backgrounds, working on all different types of projects. It's just fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's really amazing. It's really so nice what was your experience back. with events and things like that before Devolver? Had you had any experience? Uh, nothing professional. or anything like that? Yeah, nothing professional. Um, my mom is a... a not, I wouldn't call her a professional event planner either, but like she was the one that put together all the family reunions and, you know, didn't have a lot of money in our family. So we always did the weddings ourselves and made all the decorations. So that was kind of it. And then I got into the burn community, like Burning Man, and started yeah. doing uh, yeah, fundraisers and different charity things and just all sorts of event planning along with that. I think that's actually kind of how I got recommended to Mike. So I ran mm. the fundraising for a big project that went out to Burning Man, and the guy that I was working with was the one that introduced me to Mike. So, thanks, Burning Man. So, what uh, for for people who are listening who may be unfamiliar with it? Uh, can you <laughs> succinctly <laughs> describe what Burning Man is? The short version is that a bunch of people build an intentional city in a desert that lasts about a week open to the public. That's the short answer. The long answer is that it's, it's chaos, it's a lot of sand, and it's playa sand, so it's uh, very fine and very dusty. It's whiteouts, it's bicycles, it's art, it's music, it's trading food, or not trading food, it's sharing food. Uh... I don't know. It's weird. It's a, it's a, like I said, it's an intentional community. So it's kind of anything you want it to be. Yeah. I, I, I've always kind of, uh, maintained the impression that it's very, it's very art focused. It's very, um, creative and, uh, yeah, slightly weird. It's, uh, I, th I feel like it's always getting progressively less weird, but I feel like my standards are changing probably. <laughs> yeah. For, for what weird is I'm to like, the oh yeah, I've seen that one before. Um, <laughs> I, I think actually, like, I love the art of Burning Man. And I usually mm. actually go to smaller burns. Uh, they're called regional burns. So it's more like 3,000 people in the woods of central Texas over, you know, 70,000, 80,000 people out in Reno. Uh, but, uh, or outside of Reno. Um... For me, it's like the performance art and the, the way that people sort of open up and the interactions that you have become more important than just like, oh, there's a really cool object on the ground. So you'll walk into someone, you know, usually like people will set up bars or little restaurants or something like that. And you walk in and they have a shtick and everybody's just laughing and joking and being kind of their more authentic selves, but like still performative. It's, it's pretty fun. And actually, it kind of lends itself very well to what I do because I used to run a theme camp out there. And when I got into this job, I kind of joked that like it was a theme camp, but I got paid to do it. But it's sort of the same thing. It's like you have to gather people. You have to create these really cool spaces and environments for people to, to have their moments. And then you have to, you know, entertain and keep the morale high and, and things like that along the way. Yeah, I think there's uh, perhaps like um, uh, a, an aspect of what you do that, I wouldn't say it's overlooked, but like perhaps um, isn't always like completely obvious, like just how on you are all of the time <laughs> in terms of, um, yeah, keeping it, keeping everything going, keeping people's like morale up and 
you know, just just making sure everyone's like comfortable and happy and having a good time. Has well, food. It's, <laughs> it's just hosting, right? So you're yeah, you're asking yeah. these developers to travel around the world and come into your space and work for you know long hours a day, standing on their feet, doing interviews, you know. So why wouldn't we take that little bit of stress off of them of like, okay, it's not like the show floor has ended. Now go find your own food and we'll see you tomorrow. Like, of course we're going to take care of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it makes a big difference. It's a lot of fun. Uh, You can kind of see it more at at an environment like E3 because I feel like E3 is where we're the most playful. I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. like... We have the most control, too. Yeah, we have environment. exactly. We're building it from the ground up. So we start with an empty yeah. parking lot, and we have to put everything in there. So you know, we can f- fix the bathroom art. Like the year that I think it was one of my favorite things that I've ever done at E3. We printed out a bunch of mean tweets about us, and we hung them mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Yeah. So when you went to the bathroom, <laughs> you were just reading like awful tweets about Devolver. Uh, <laughs> Which, it actually did hurt some people's feelings, so I won't do that again. But I'm glad that <laughs> really? I the, yeah. Well, some of it was about the oh. press conference and, you know. Oh. So they, the people that made the press conference weren't super, super thrilled to read mean, horrible feedback about oh. their, their, their baby, which is completely understandable. Sure. Uh, but I'm glad I did it the one time. Yeah. I thought it was funny. You should probably, like, have it printed on, like, urinal cakes. And that sort of thing. Googling Toilet custom paper. urine cakes right now <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> no, I really am. Oh, uh, yeah. They do exist. Amazing. Get it's, that shit branded. Yeah. Well, why not? We have, brand we have branded everything. Why not? Yeah. True. We'll sell oh, them it's, online. It's not on the euro. It's like one of... Uh, oh, no, it is. It's like the... Um, I don't go to a lot of urinals, so I don't know what the term for it. It's the thing that looks like a, I guess it looks like a jock strap, but it's like ne- like plastic, like the the rubber the rubber net thing. Yeah, and then you would, the poop catch. Yeah, see so that you get the circle part of it branded. This one nice. is featuring DJ Coco June thirteenth on the Sunset Strip. Why would you want like an actual ad on there? That's awful. You want to hear something even better? They're what? only. <laughs> They're only like, like two dollars a piece. What a buy them all. Yeah, what we're bargain. doing this. What a what what a deal. <laughs> we're doing this, man. Oh yeah. So Half. this right here is a live presentation of the kind of magic that happens when you're around Kate. Is someone says something, and then Kate goes, "We can make that happen." Yeah, I mean that's pretty much 100 percent of my job. Yeah. And it's it's fun though because it keeps me on my toes. Like I get a call, I got a call last week. It's like, hey, can we make this custom costume for a streamer? Absolutely. And then I'm having like conversations with tailors and seamstresses, and uh, like there's never it's never the same thing every week. And I think I don't think I would have lasted six and a half years if it was. Oof. I yeah. still have a folder yeah. on my computer called Potatoes, uh, where for oh, is space, that from Space Plan. Space Plan. It's uh, yeah. 351 emails where we sent out custom potatoes, personal yeah. potatoes. <laughs> oh, that's right. All over the world. Yeah, uh, it was amazing. Yeah. Then they're like for Gris. People, got... people fucking hated getting those potatoes <laughs> as well. Really it's so getting... good. Who's that? Who gets mad about a potato? There oh, was a lot people. of commentary about food waste, which. <laughs> Who can't eat a potato? I know. You could literally just eat a potato. You could just yeah. eat oh, It was so good. It was something. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, Space Plan is also available for sale right now. And it's a fantastic game. Mm, uh, it is. You can also get Jake's, uh, or That Silly Studio's latest offering, Game of Thrones, A Tale of Crows, is available oh, now yeah. on Apple Arcade. Branding. There um, we go. <laughs> I th- oh, I thought I have another one because I was going to say it a minute ago. Uh, for Gris, what we did for the press tour was uh, we get, got to go to New York and book an art gallery and print out mm. a bunch of art on the walls. I think that was probably one of my favorite non, uh, non-consumer non event shows that we've ever done. It was just gorgeous. I wish I'd seen that. It looked amazing. It smelled good, too. <laughs> What's the worst smelling place 
convention experience with Devolver you've been to? I have a guess, but... I mean, it's just the, the, the escalator at PAX East. Yep. Uh, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's, it's when you, you go down it. <laughs> and you like descend into the fog <laughs> and yeah because you've just been outside and the air is usually like crisp so it yeah. has that like nice cold smell outside and uh, yeah i think robbie's right going down is the worst because you've been you know oh. you're going back into it and then you look up and you just see the mass of people and it just smells, <laughs> it just smells. <laughs> what was uh what was your guess gonna be though smell um, my guess was going to be that one time we went to QuakeCon. Oh, yeah, that was that. Okay, you know what? That that's it. the The smoking patio at QuakeCon is a hundred percent the worst thing that I've ever smelled in my entire life. I don't know if I should say why. Is it is it, it kosher? Was the yeah. I've never been to a video games convention where people were openly smoking meth on the smoking patio. I mean, these people play Quake. I mean, I'm not judging which games they play. I'm just <laughs> judging the meth part. And the, the, the I mean, they were in the smoking area. So yeah, they, were, they, they don't were, really they, have they, a lot they, of. Was the show floor? <laughs> they were they were going to the appropriate spot. Uh, it was also one of the first times that we've ever stayed, in, the only time that we've ever stayed in the hotel where the convention was, or at least for me. I know a couple oh, of other yeah. folks have. And um, the, the, the elevator nearest to my hotel room was just constantly full of puke because oh. a, a lot of young kids are drinking for the first time and over imbibing. So they'd get in the elevator to go back to their room and they'd just puke in it. And so you'd have to like, <laughs> step around these bottles of puke. And, and then a water park there too. Yeah, well, the water park was nice though. I love. I like the water park when we were in the water park. But yeah, I guess I just imagine people getting drunk and getting out and puking in the elevator. Yeah, that's and then yeah. smoking some meth. <laughs> smoking some sweet, sweet meth. <laughs> and, and then later um, that evening, we went. Uh, there was only five of us, which is kind of unusual. We usually roll in like twenty to forty people packs. So we decided to go to Medieval Times. It was so good. It was so good, except for getting into the place was awful. So we, you know, you walk in and you have to pick your package and there's this like chain, you know, the little uh, stanchions that you go through. And one of our developers started to step backwards a little bit to let someone kind of move through him. And as he did, I, I looked down and there a child had puked on the floor and he was just seconds away from putting his foot into it. Uh, so I kind of just grabbed him and pushed him forward. I was like, no! And then the so smell just... of the... Yeah, then the smell of the puke hit us. And they were like, oh, great, more puke. Uh, it's all just part of the medieval experience, surely. <laughs> yeah. But then you get inside I'm and it's absolutely... Have, have you been to a medieval uh, times, Robbie? He lives there. I would love to go to medieval times. I've never been... It's, it so you've seen you've seen the cable guy, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I understand what medieval times. Well, is. it's but it's exactly like that. They didn't change a yeah. single thing about the experience. Except this, you don't get to actually go into the ring. Yeah, you don't get to go into the ring. That doesn't happen. Uh, yeah, but still. The knight and almost gave me the flower, but then he gave it to the small child next to me, and I still hate her a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> It's 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 a real delight, medieval times. Like I, because we went and I hadn't you know been since I was a kid, and it's like it's clearly you know a fake fight and all that stuff, but it's it's still actually really fun. It's really hokey and fun and and really enjoyable. Oh man, I live for that shit. Honestly, like I find that stuff way more fun than oh yeah anything earnest <laughs> like <laughs> in the world. <laughs> well, you can also tell that the they they seem to really care about their jobs and their performance. Like they're they're mm -hmm. not taking themselves extremely seriously. There's still a bit of humor mm -hmm. to it, but they're yeah. not just like going in there and phoning it in and. Uh, and that's, that's, I don't know, I was really pessimistic. I was like, oh God, we're going to do this lame thing. I'm too cool for this, but I'll go along. Uh, and then I got in, I was, I, I, I was kind of like JM. I found myself really drawn into it. I was really <laughs> invested in my night and just really rooting for him. I bought the towel. I still have my towel. 
They give a you like towel. A little, they give you like a little hand towel to wave around in the air to cheer your night on. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I've got my glasses, like the 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 big. Did we did we get those? Gla- we got the big like medieval times glass, like yeah, drinking stunned. glasses. There, yeah, they're did. actually really nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have mine anymore, but I have my, my towel still. I just moved mine from storage in Seattle out to here, so I know that I have mine. I was like, oh hey, these are swank. So all of the essentials then. Yeah, all the essentials. I've got my medieval times goblets. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. So we got to take Robbie to medieval times when he can get back into America. 100%. Yeah. That should be the first thing. When the world opens up, that should be the first thing on the list, please. Yeah. What, hey, Robbie. You and, uh, you and, and um, Rasmus went out to... Uh, what, where is where is it that they have the uh, the Disney place in California? Uh, Amityville? Oh, Anaheim. Arlington. Anaheim. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a medieval times out in Anaheim. So... That'll probably be your best bet. I don't oh, think shit. there's any reason you'll ever go to the one in Dallas, Texas. Why? Why what? Why wouldn't I want to go to the one in Dallas, Texas? Because why there's nothing would you go to the one? Why <laughs> would you be in Dallas, Texas? Yeah, there's probably? nothing else in Dallas, Texas that you want. There's the Medieval <laughs> Times. You might want to go see the Book Depository because that's really cool. Yeah, um, I want to buy a ten-gallon hat. You can do that in Austin, Robbie. <laughs> yeah, but I want one in <laughs> Dallas. <laughs> I want one with JR written on it. Why would you take the hat from uh, Jonathan Rosales? Yeah, I know. I, I, got, I walked straight into that joke as I was saying it, and I didn't even stop myself. For those of you listening at home, JR is a okay. member of the Devolver Digital staff. For those of you listening at home, JR is also a reference to the Dallas TV series a long, long time ago. Yeah, J.R. Ewing. J.R. Ewing. You can go to the ranch. <laughs> can you? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Well, yeah, I have to go to Dallas then. Oh, God. Now I've got to take him to Dallas. <laughs> yeah. He can just take his See, ass to Dallas. So this is another, this is another thing that Kate does. <laughs> <laughs> People decide they want to do things and Kate goes... Okay, <laughs> well, I guess we're doing that then. I feel like then a lot you... of my job is sometimes saying to Kate, Kate, you don't have to do that. <laughs> that is true. No, just and because and then I ignore him. That. Pretty much 90% of the time I ignore him also, though. Uh, I will say that uh, of all of the things that we're missing out on this year, I am the most sad about, we do uh, every year a Devolver, we call it the Devolver Summit, which is mm-hmm. every member of Devolver comes into Austin, Texas for... A little about a week or so a little under a week and uh we try to do something kind of crazy like a team building exercise we've done everything from a uh, zip lining and blowing up a car smashed a car last year oh that was, was so fun it was kind of well it also takes the pressure off me because i was like how how do you top smashing a car with your co-workers <laughs> oh also kate that was this year not last year Oh, that's well. Yeah, that's right. Because we moved yeah, it to January. January. But how fucked it's is supposed that? to be yeah. in December usually. Yeah. Well, it's it's usually in December, but I had to go to Mexico. Yeah, there's that whole legal thing she was dodging. There's that whole legal thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's kind of a bummer. I mean, it's it's also a bummer. Like, uh, it's like when you really love your coworkers as much as I love my coworkers, I'm just like working at home, and I'm like, I'm kind of lonely. Uh, what's going on, guys? In the in the Slack. So it's nice to hear your voices for as long as we've been li- been talking. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. We all so, need to get back together soon because it's getting a bit. Mm-hmm. It's getting rough. It's getting rough. One of the things that I that I love about shows and that I miss is Kate and I talking each other off of emotional ledges. Yeah. <laughs> that That's is. A... Well, we still do that though. Yeah, we do. We, we do. We did, but, like, we did there's that last that, week. Yeah. There's that moment before a show or before a big event where we both have to, like, one, one of the other of us is convincing the other one that, that they're that they're not uh, a total imposter. <laughs> <laughs> imposter syndrome is rough, and it's kind of, one of the, the helpful things about it is to know that pretty much every reasonable human being on the earth has it. I don't, actually. I just pretend. <laughs> <laughs> He's an imposter, imposter. 
Yeah, yeah. A double imposter. Have imposter syndrome. I'm faking it. <laughs> you just want to feel included. <laughs> Not even a real imposter. <laughs> oh, that's good. I don't know. It's uh, it's it's just nice to know that you're not the only one that struggles mentally. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Because man, I'm I'm in my house right now, and I'm living on dry shampoo and hope, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my regimen right now. Oh hey, just... you know, I used dry shampoo for the first time last week, and I liked it. It is um, it is an essential. Especially if you're traveling or doing shows, I actually put yeah. it in, I, I keep some hidden in the booth that travels around the world with us. Uh, I, but yeah, I go through quite a bit. I've never really dry fun. shampooed. Oh, I just like flakes? It. No, it's, it's like, like a food. powdery it's like mist. A, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a hairspray, but you just like spray it into your roots and then you sort of just, you know, work it in, work it through with your fingers a bit. But it's dry. And then you and wash like, it out with water? No, no, you leave it well, in there. And it's not sticky it. like a hairspray. It, but it's like, no. imagine like an aerosol, like baby Talc. powder. Yeah. And you just leave it in your hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it soaks up the, the grease and sometimes it has a little scent refresher. How does the stuff, how does the, the bad, like how does the dirt that's in your hair get out? Um, it just sort of adds a little bit of extra volume and texture at that point. Oh, yeah, it's not. It's not technically. It's not like washing your hair. It's okay. just kind of. It's just like degreasing it and just kind of making it a bit more bouncy and less oh. sort of uh, lank. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that sounds great. I use. Uh, I use Living Proof. Living Proof available now. Perfect Hair Day PhD Dry Shampoo. With all of these uh, little ad spots and uh, call outs <laughs> that we're throwing in here, it's probably worth noting that, Kate, you also help to run all of our merchandising enterprises. I do, and right now we have a fantastic <laughs> lineup of things on its way to the website. I'm very excited Ooh. for what October is going to bring to merch.devolverdigital.com. Ooh, really? Yes. Ooh, breaking news. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, we, you know... Uh, Summer was a little slow for sales because, well, 32 million unemployed people in the United States does not bode well for t-shirts. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of really cool stuff coming up, so uh, your Christmas stocking can can be filled very soon. Woo! Amazing. Sorry for that depressing fact that I threw in there, but that's what I do. <laughs> What's some of uh, the, the, the best merch or some of your favorite merch that you've worked on? Uh, with Devolver that you've had a hand in uh, creating? I really like the city-specific shirts that we do. So, like, we do packs in San Antonio, uh, Boston, and Seattle. Uh, We've done, like, different plays on the Fremont Troll in Seattle. Um, The Alamo Alamo, uh, shirt is one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, I liked it when we finally got Devolver beanies. Oh, yeah, great. yeah, because th- we work with a really cool company on on that called Mitt Scoots here in Austin, Texas. Uh, and for everything, every one that you buy, they donate one to the homeless. So if you buy a hat, they donate a hat. If you buy a backpack, they donate a backpack. Socks for socks. Uh, they also employ a lot of homeless, uh, and they have like showers and locker rooms, or like a little small setup in the back, um, so they can you know, take care of their situation before they start working. Great wages. Uh, very awesome company. So. Like when we order, you know, a couple hundred hats to sell, a couple hundred hats get put out on the street, and that's really awesome to know. Could not be a lovely yeah. company to work with. Are they devolver hats that go out on the street? Uh, no, they're just they're the exact same hat but without oh, our label. Could get some free Damn. advertising out there. <laughs> well, just, you know, I was just thinking that homeless people would have cool hats. They'd have cool devolver hats. So I think devolver stuff's cool. You can't you can't get on a call with someone from marketing. 
having this conversation without me wanting to turn it immediately into a marketing opportunity. You, oh, you know, I will say that last <laughs> winter I saw um, a homeless man over by our grocery store and he was wearing a Twitch hoodie. Oh. And it was, I, you know, it was just clearly something he that had been donated or, or something. I don't think he yeah. was a streamer. Uh, I make no assumptions, really, but I'm just going to take a wild guess. So I guess I am making an assumption. Uh, but it was a very discombobulating sight, I'll be quite honest. Because I'd also just come yeah. back from a show when I saw him for the first time. So I was used to being surrounded by Twitch hoodies and Twitch gear. And I look over, I'm like, oh, <laughs> hey, oh, uh-huh. oh, oh, what's this? Oh, yeah, okay, there we go. Zeke, amazing, yeah. So yeah, no, it's the exact same, uh, the exact same beanie. It just uh, doesn't have the devolver label on it. Mm-hmm. But that's really cool, and and I really like the fact that as a company, that's something that uh, everyone is very uh, conscious of and very proudful of. Um, yes, you know, kind of like being very ethical, very. Um, uh, you know, uh, eco-friendly and sustainability-focused and all of that kind of stuff. And it, uh, It's always been a yeah. pride point of mine that we work with local vendors, smaller vendors, mm. um, you know, vendors where you know the whole company or that have uh, greater goals than just trying to put cheap plastic objects in people's hands. Yeah. No. It's, it's, it's kind of a shock it was a shock even to me i think but how many people are surprised when we you know have them like work you know as a production assistant on a booth or you know things like that and we pay them yeah <laughs> yeah we pay them I, with I, real <laughs> money and everything oh yeah when we go looking for pas um i always just say it up front and i always kind of get like oh wow um, there was also a really sad moment where we have this one awesome PA that we had in Boston. We have many awesome PAs, but this one in particular, he sent me his invoice and I paid it like that day. Uh, and he sent back an email. He's like, Oh my gosh, I've never been paid this quickly. And I was like, how long does it usually take? He said about seven to eight weeks. Jesus. So, yeah, I was like, oh man. Cause you know, he made enough for probably a month of his rent. I'm like, nobody should sit around and wait seven to eight weeks for a check in the mail for there's just there's, yeah there's no reason for it either do you know well, what i mean it's like i guess bigger companies you know you have to get invoices approved and, and there's a different chain so i'm not gonna yeah I'm not gonna ju- they, yeah if they're big companies they can afford to you know get that shit in order yeah yeah that's what i mean i, think. I remember one time uh <laughs> It was like, two, I sat on an invoice for two days accidentally because I was flying back and I just <laughs> missed it in my inbox. And um, the man who handles our money sent me a very sternly worded email that it was taking too long and that he would like that invoice. And that was like, that was two days. So never made that He mis- likes to get folks paid. He likes to get folks paid. I love it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, pe- you're asking people to do a, a lot of stuff for you. Why mm-hmm. not take care of them? Well, even, yeah, I mean, it's, well, it's, I mean, yeah, we're, we're a business. We're doing this to make money. We're promoting ourselves. We're, you know, we're getting people to help us do our jobs. It's work. It's not, you know, it's not like a friend's passion project. This is a business. I mean, when we do, like, so we've got the Extreme Fall Guys coming up. We pay all of those streamers for their time to be on Extreme Fall Guys because we're producing a thing and we want to pay people for their time. It's just... Love to pay. Except people. for this podcast, obviously, which we do purely out of love. Oh, I'm sending my well. inv- I'm sending my invoice. The minute that I <laughs> I'm expensing my tea bags. <laughs> it sounds so different in America. It sounds so different over here. <laughs> uh, good to good to hear the brothels are still open. <laughs> Uh, I'm still I've on come this for a busty wench for my tea bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still on this personalized urinal cake website, by the way. I'm just like looking oh, at everything. Yeah, please don't do not whatever you do, do not close that tab. This is this is I'm learning so much. But they have urinal <laughs> cakes, right? Because I, I feel like it would be wonderful to see it deteriorate over time, whatever it is. Yeah, it's an actual urinal cake. That's wonderful. I guess I guess you gotta have something for the ladies the ladies shit house. Um <laughs> 
Well, one of the other points of pride that the I lady have. Lady crapper. The lady crapper. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> one of the points of pride that I have is there was one year that there were a lot of uh, ladies on the E3 lot needing tampons. And so we went to oh, custom tampons. We went Sorry, to Target on. and we bought just bundles of and the good organic cotton kind and the cool packaging and everything. And uh, I, I probably I don't know how many comments you guys got on that off, but I got more compliments on the developer tampon setup at E3 than I probably <laughs> have received on anything that I've ever done <laughs> at developer. Just I mean, because when you need one, you really need one. And walking in and. You know, yeah, not having to do the the running around the, the lot looking for somebody with a good purse that might have one. Just oh, so, <laughs> yeah, it was so nice. I miss buying Kate tampons. Yeah, yeah. I think Doesn't urinal cakes, time. tampons, and here's here's something to keep in mind for next year. Uh, B days. Bidet. <laughs> okay. Custom bidets. Yeah, I said it really wrong. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard anybody pronounce bidet uh, like that. I think it's okay I've, that I both I've have even, that same shock. Yeah. But like, I know what you're saying, but why did you... What? Well, what's even funnier is no, I've heard, we could have I've heard people say... In the, in the in the bathrooms. Yeah. No, no. I know what you're talking. Uh, no, it just... I've heard people say bidet, and that makes sense to me. Like, I can see... Bidet. Yeah, but bidet... Was a day and a B day. Oh, it was literally the way I pronounced it that shocked you. Yes. Yeah. Because it was so wrong. Because it's wrong. Because they don't shoot bees, Robbie. What do you... Bidet. Bidet. Yeah, bidet. That was it. That was it. Bidet. Yeah. Well, I just said B-day. It's like (laughs) the same. (laughs) It's not the same at all. It's not the same. Okay, it's like how Americans say uh, beta, but Andrew says beta. So you're saying B-day. And it's bidet. Beta. I don't think British people say bidet. I don't I, think British. I, I don't. I've I've never heard anybody else in the entire world ever say bidet. I am a British person, and I say bidet. So I think... that that theory goes out the window. <laughs> I'm, my 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 flabber is Look, look we're getting we're one. getting off topic here. We're getting off topic here. The point is, we should have them at E3 next year. I okay. Yes. I don't. I don't sure. think anybody's going to want I'm to not it. sensing I'm Bidet getting much support a, here. I feel yeah. I feel I'm being attacked. In a porta john. Yeah. They are nice porta johns. They're this is the nicest bathroom scene. at E3, but I can oh, honestly I'll just say that I'll just stand outside with a hose. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Robbie B day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go on, have a bend. Hey, look. He'll get your he'll get your ride. The up. worst part is that exactly. <laughs> we just said I'll I'll take the paycheck. It's fine by me. <laughs> the worst part about this is, is that this is a project that I would say no to, is creating Robbie his own custom um, personal B-Day situation at the <laughs> E3 parking lot. But if you tell Katie Bell that you want this done, <laughs> she's going to have a bucket out there for you with your name on it. <laughs> want a gold sh- one. Want to shout out Katie Bell as being one of my favorite PAs that we've ever worked with. Amen. Who would 100% make you a personalized B day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I hope she's listening to this. I'm taking I really notes. Want to get one of those like old. I'm, I'm sure they still make them. Those old like those like yard toys that they made in the 80s, where you hook up a a, a, a garden hose to like this weird little octopus monster that would like spray water everywhere. Do you know what I'm talking they about? They still have, make like, those. The wavy arms. They still make those. They still Can make get one those. of those for Robbie. <laughs> Is it strong enough? It's private B-Day. <laughs> yeah. Or it's the public B-Day. Like, you just go, you bend over in front you of just it. Put it. Yeah, we just put it in the middle of the car park. Oh, uh, uh, I don't want this at all. I want whatever... <laughs> stop the... looking at it, Kate. I'm we looking at... To, and we, I'm we, actually... we, have to, we have to innovate the... the, the what about <laughs> custom tampons, though? Can we get Devolver-branded tampons? We can get... Uh, let me... Personalize. Half my job is just Googling things to see if it's possible. Personalized tampons. I think, I think we should. That is... Um, no. Let me get the white with the red Devolver D on there. No, they don't have... No, that's not a thing. Not, not, even, like, not even like the packet. No. You must be able to the get f- like a package. No. Maybe. What the fuck, America? Oh man! I could just Cap- buy tampons. Well, okay, well, I could buy tampons. Yeah. To, that just means on. we have to make our own. We just have to make our own instead. 
Yeah, I can just buy tampons and put stickers on. Yeah. On the box, not, I'm not going to touch each individual tampon. Okay. <laughs> well, they have applicators, Kate. <laughs> I thought you meant you include a sticker in the packet so that when you have your period, you can put your sticker on, like, I had my period. Like, well done. We could also just do, like, personalized diva cups, like, branded diva cups. Save the environment. diva cups. Now, that is a thing. That is cool. What's a a diva cup? Uh, It's exactly, kind of exactly what it sounds like. It's a little uh, rubber silicone cup that fits up into your... uh, Nether regions and catches the matter. Is that Blood. like is that like a moon cup? Yes. A moon cup or something? Ah, okay. That's correct. Ah, nice. Now that sounds swank. Personalized Devolver Diva Cups. And it's got a D on there, so if anyone asks, it's, if everyone's looking at your Diva Cup, like, what's the D for? You say it's Diva Cup, or they'll just assume it's Diva Cup. So you don't even have to tell people it's branded. Well, but then that's bad branding because we're, we're yeah. promoting Diva Cup Maybe. instead of Devolver. Yeah, oh, you want the D on there, so they go, "Oh, hey, is that a D- is that a D- diva cup?" And then you go, devolver? "No, it's a D devolver." <laughs> it also sounds like you're saying, <laughs> and then and then and then they high five over the over the stall. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying devolver a little bit, by the way. <laughs> oh, it should say devolver. No, that sounds creepy. That oh, devolver! Not to, to devolvenize someone. I just got that. Horrifying. I very much respect that half oh. this company at this point in time is pretty is women, but like, let's not devolver. Let's not ever say that. Let's not ever say that again. How did devolver not come vulva? up when we were talking about the carrying icon? Was that? Oh, you know, I don't know the the original switch carrying oh, icon. Oh, that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, that it is, was, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, that's that's where we could have used that word. Also, I'm a little outraged. Uh, I can't remember which publication. They're doing a, v- a voting system for the top 15 Switch icons and then the, the worst 15. And you, like, go onto the website and you click which one you like and then it, like, ranks them. Um, uh-huh. uh, Stories Untold is in the bottom 15, but Carry On is not. Huh. Yeah. Carry On should be in the top, surely. Carrion well, they should, should be both the be in the top. Worst icon. Wait, why is Stories Untold in the bottom ones? I don't know. I, I couldn't think. the red light? Yeah. I mean, it's not a great icon, I guess. I don't know if I'd say it's one of the worst. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I was like, okay, I can see that maybe someone's like, well, that's not very jazzy, but like, but to be the worst? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I was very surprised about uh, not seeing Carrion in there, though. But then the first comment yeah. on, the, on the, the tweet about it was like, you know, rest in peace, original carrion logo. So it's like, okay, the, the yeah. public remembers, even if uh, the voting does yeah, not reflect like we that. Still Never got forget. A lot, we've got a lot of loyalists out there. <laughs> For people listening to this, I've realised that this is basically just devolved into a, just a regular work <laughs> call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is, for anybody that has ever wondered what Devolver team calls are like, they're not too dissimilar to this, really. Yeah, I don't feel like anybody learned anything from me today, except for the fact that you can get custom <laughs> no, urinal Certainly no learning. <laughs> oh, I think a lot of people probably learned what a Diva Cup is. Probably oh, no, on this, on this call, they learned a lot. I mean, on our Devolver calls, I don't think anybody learns anything. Oh, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> See, well, you were worried that, that that Clara took all the all the the biological conversation, Kate, and that you weren't going to have any left. But it sounds like sounds like you had something special deep inside you to share. As well. I was like, Clara talks about poop. That's unfair. That's my favorite subject. And I was like, Where should I go? Should I go to farts? I'm like, No, that's juvenile. You can be better than that. I was like, How many exactly. times can I say tampon? on this call <laughs> and that was my goal it's just to continuously say the word tampon you did it i said it the well very proud of myself of, the well of filth is indeed bottomless well when so you know we pride ourselves on making this podcast a space for people to be able to be as vulgar as they please for as long as they please oh, i wish you would have said that earlier because that could have been a lot worse but I will say this, yeah, that when JM asked me to do this, he did kind of make a joke about talking about poop, and I was 
thinking to myself when right before we typed the word poop that I needed to go poop and then I looked up and my we were outside and my dog was pooping so it was like this nice little synchronistic oh. moment of poops I was um, me and my girlfriend went uh, for a walk the other day in the park um, near my flat and they've just introduced some wild cattle into the area to just roam around so they're not farmed or anything like that they're just there to graze and hang out and just kind of like you know add to the ecosystem and uh there's three of them and we found them and they were having a little sleep and um we sort of like hung out there for a bit and stuff and then they all got up all three of them and they all did a big toilet one after the other and it was (laughs) fantastic (laughs) <laughs> I just <laughs> like I I never I forgot how much joy it brings <laughs> it brings to me to just see a cow like just do a big old poo and a big wee and it's like and it's just chilling you know because they just they don't react in any way they just get their business done so do you like, do you want to know something crazy about America and especially the South you don't know what cows are. <laughs> you, so when the when the cow number two comes out it's the patty right and after yeah. a few days it it's very hard like a frisbee so yeah. a popular fundraiser in my youth was you could buy cow patties and they would you would stand in a line and you would all fling your cow patty at the same time and whoever's cow patty went the furthest won money and then the rest of the money would get donated to like the schools with the libraries and that's how we pay for kids education in America. And a hundred percent truthful story that that's a cow patty that's toss. That's how we pay for their yeah. education. There oh, there was also oh, a, see? High- symbiotic relationships with nature. We I love have it. The best poop story so far. At, oh, at, that's well, hold on, brilliant. I might be able to talk myself. At high school football games uh, like American football, at halftime they would bring in a cow out, a bull usually, like a like a stunning looking big giant bull, and you would have the it would kind of be like a grid, not the one that's on the football field, but there would be like a, a different grid, and wherever the cow would poop, it was like bingo. So you would get, <laughs> and then that's how they funded like the chicken shit bingo. Yeah, it was uh-huh. chicken shit bingo, but it's with cows, and it's like on yeah. a big football field. That's amazing. And am I to assume that chicken shit bingo is the same format, <laughs> but it involves a chicken and some people from Texas? Yes. yes. Okay, great. There's a bar in Austin the... uh, that I hope survives this, uh, that is it's Jenny's Little Longhorn Saloon. It is known for its chicken shit bingo. And yes, it's exactly what you think it is. <laughs> Fantastic. Except for that one doesn't support the children. Oh, well, what the can't shit. win them all. Can't win them all. Can't win them all. I think it's. Uh, I think we're just about at that point where we're all talked out of poo. Uh, was there was there anything you had hoped to share on this on this stunning episode of the forecast that maybe we didn't get to? Was there something you had hoped we would ask about or you know anything like that? I had no expectations coming in because I don't listen to y'all's podcast honestly. So I just. Uh, I'm just glad I got to hear your voices, oh, and I hope that we provided perfect. some form of quality something <laughs> from all of this. <laughs> it's my hope every time that Devolver comes together that we bring some magic to the boys and girls, and theys and thems, and all of, all of the children of the world. 
Yeah. <laughs> JM and I have been doing this for six months and we're still hoping. So, <laughs> one of these days we're gonna we're gonna we'll crack do a good one. We're gonna crack it. Uh, you know, I believe in you. I've always believed in you. <laughs> Thank you. You know what else? I know you believe, Kate. <laughs> What's that? I know that you believe that we should arrest the three men who murdered Brianna Taylor in her bed. I firmly believe that. As motherfuckers. Oh yeah, yeah. Don't go read his letter to the uh, other cops that he mailed out at two. Two o'clock in the morning to one thousand cups. Don't go read that. Whatever you do. What is that recent? That is that was on on the news today. Are you genuinely don't read it because it's dumb as shit? It's well, it's dumb as shit, but you're probably gonna go read it. So I don't. No, I'm not gonna read it. Fuck that guy. He's. Uh, I, I want to share. I had a dream last night. There's been a joke rolling around in my head, and I actually had a dream last night that I walked by someone's car and it had a Blue Lives Matter sticker, and it also had a bunch of stickers of Smurfs. Um, because, because that's, those are the blue lives that matter to me. Damn right. I feel like that's kind of like the, the MAGA parody hats though. It's like at this point in time, just let it go. But. Oh yeah. 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 But you know what? I do love me some Smurfs. Yeah. Who doesn't want them ground up into Smurfberry pie? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Mm, Are you going to swaddle? You're going to swaddle the Smurf? And the big pizzas instead of babies. God, I really, I really think someone should swaddle their baby in in a slice of that pizza or in the pizza. I feel like you could get. I honestly, Kate, you said two babies. I think you could. I don't know how much fabric it actually takes to swallow swaddle a baby, but um, I think you could. Do, I think you could swaddle three. I think you could get three four babies. No, you, you know, because you need to like. There's some tucking and things. I think this, yeah. three healthy sized babies would totally do it. So if you're in San Antonio, Texas, and you have triplet babies on the way, and you would love some free pizza, please contact us at <laughs> giantasspizza oh, at devolverdigital.com. <laughs> what a wonderful card that would be. Don't, don't just say an email address. Vehicle will make it. <laughs> uh, the man is a miracle worker. Like you, it's like someone says, can we do this theoretical thing? And he's like, yeah, on it. And it just happens. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, and like, why has Vieco not been working for us? I mean, he's, he's always worked with us as long as I've been here. But it's just like one day he was like, I do everything now. I'm like, hell yeah, you do. I love it. I didn't know until we interviewed him. He's been with Devolver for like ever. Yeah. yeah. Like since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, he, I, like I said, he was here when I got here. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I just didn't know. And then just yeah, one day, he's like, "Yeah, I do everything. I'm a man of many talents. I love it." It's, yeah, that is great. Kate, if you had to make out with any Devolver character, which one would it be? Devolver character or Devolver employee? Devolver character. Oh God, definitely character. Hmm. I'll have to call HR again. <laughs> um. Ooh. You're in love with too many characters. Well, I'm like, I'm trying to think of like which way I want to make out. Like, there's d- several different types. With of your making. with your mouth is usually best. Well, Robbie, there's different emotional tones. <laughs> yeah, there's like, it, are we like frustrated and passionful, and we're doing like a wild make out, and then I never want to talk let's to them again. Say, what the British would call snogging. Yeah, let's say you're having a cheeky snog. Like you've had a you've had a good day. Everyone's gone out, had a good time, had a few, had a couple of drinks, and you're just feeling a bit cheeky. So you're just gonna have a cheeky little snog. Who who, who are you snogging? Such a gross word. Snogging is such a gross word. Um, I assume snogging is where you're just like balls out, just like sucking face and like just like rubbing your tongues all over each other's faces and making a mess. Is that not what snogging is? Is snogging a gentle kissing? It's yeah, snog, I mean, probably, like, stiff. like one of the Broforce characters, like, Nelson Brodell, like, for that, like, mm. get thrown up against the wall, like, very passionate, muscly kind of snogging. Mm. Uh, and then if it was, like, more tender and beautiful, like, I think it would be the girl from Chris. That is exactly what Clara said? That's what Clara said. That is what Clara said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I probably, like... Also enjoy going ham on some dropsy. <laughs> I mean, I he is dropsy. That, I mean, if you want a really wet, sloppy snog, then <laughs> yeah. that's the place to go. Uh, yeah. At least he's wearing lipstick. 
We could sh- well. I wear a lot of lipstick. This, it's, it's I think of oh, mine. There you go. We could share yeah. it. It was meant to be. <laughs> um, you can follow us at Over Digital on Twitter and Instagram. You can also uh, join us on slash Devolver Digital Discord. Yeah, oh, yeah. Twitch, Discord. Twitch TV forward slash Devolver Digital Discord. Uh, Devolver Digital. Uh, Kate has already informed us. Merch will have some new and exciting uh, products for you in October. to peruse in October. Buy it in uh, October because it'll be gone in November. Yep. Buy it in October because most of it would be gone in October. Yeah. And Kate, where can uh, any other shout outs? Where where can people find you online? Do you want them to find you online? I mean, I feel like if you want to find me online, you'll find me online. Oh, crazy. Still need to put it out there. Classic. You can find me fighting the patriarchy and racism at Major Boredom on Twitter. Heck yeah. Heckin' hell yeah. Heckin' hell yeah. And fundraising for some trans friends. Nice. Yeah. I'm looking at my Twitter. I'm like, what do I tweet about? I'm like, that's pretty much what I tweet about. And Dolly Parton. I tweet a lot about Dolly Parton. She's an American icon. She's a national treasure. Yep. She should be president. Yeah, let's do that. That would be amazing. That would be great. Mm -hmm. Now I wish Ann Richards was alive again. (laughs) That just wrecked my day. to do that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go uh, cry, cry into my pillow and think about Ann Richards. I'm Thanks for go... being here, Kate. Oh. I was just thinking, Kate, for being here. What are you gonna go do, Robbie? Oh, I'm gonna eat some Oreos. Wonderful. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening, everybody. <laughs> uh, yep. Thanks. And thank you guys for having. <laughs> 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 One of these days. <laughs> I'm pressing stop. I'm pressing stop.